Showtime Sports presents Showtime Boxing with Eric Raskin and Kieran Mulvaney. Hello and welcome to another special Money Punch edition of Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. I am Kieran Mulvaney, joined by my co-host Eric Raskin, managing editor and media director of usbets.com, as well as the host of the Gamble On podcast. And this week we're going to look at the smorgasbord of action available on Saturday's big heavyweight clash in London between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk. But before we dive into that, Eric, I wanted to get your thoughts on a story that popped up on one of your US Bets network of sites, MIBets. It's a kind of an inside baseball type of piece that looks at how the various online gaming sites uh, in Michigan fared in August. But one nugget that really stood out to me was the fact that um, BetMGM had a particularly successful month. That wasn't by itself what stood out to me. What was interesting was this quote here from uh, Dave Portnoy of uh, Barstool Sports, um, who said, quote, uh, as a way of explaining that, I hear whispers, I have nothing to back it up, in Michigan that Floyd Mayweather bets with MGM, he said. I've literally heard that he's a monster guy and can affect handle by himself. Um, so I have a f- few questions about that to you, Eric. Uh, yeah. Number one is, what the hell is handle? Um, <laughs> secondly, is it true that like one major player can really affect the fortunes of a sports book week on week or month on month like that? And, and I guess finally, how likely do you think it is that Floyd Mayweather is just that person in this case? Yeah, so I, I guess I should uh, first indeed define handle for you and for anyone who doesn't live and breathe the sports betting industry. Handle is the amount of money wagered. Um, and and it's, it's not really used to measure any other form of gambling except sports betting. Like nobody talks about blackjack handle in a month. They talk about mm. how much the casino made in revenue on blackjack. But the, the, the sports betting industry has shown a lot of interest in, in the monthly handle figures as they do offer a sense of how popular sports betting is in a given state in a given month, which sports books are the most popular, et cetera. So um, like, for example, this is a number that might blow some listeners' minds, but in New Jersey alone, which New Jersey being the number one sports betting state these days, in New Jersey alone, the September handle, now that football is going again, is guaranteed to be over a billion dollars just in New Jersey, that amount will be wagered. Yes. (laughs) Um, Michigan is, is a newer sports betting state than New Jersey. So the numbers aren't as large yet, but uh, in August, the numbers there were that DraftKings had the most handle with $61 million wagered. FanDuel was second at 48. BetMGM was close behind with 44. And then Barstool Sportsbook, was a distant fourth at 13. So uh, Dave Portnoy does have a vested interest uh, in these in these numbers and these mm. statistics. So the question that you're really asking here, you know, uh, knowing these numbers, can one better, one better who we know likes to bet huge, affect the standings? I think it, it's a pretty big reach what Portnoy is trying mm. to suggest here. Um, now, maybe I'm underestimating just how much betting Floyd does, but... I know that these online sports books usually make you jump through some hoops to get clearance to bet six figures or seven figures. Not just anyone can jump up on and and do that online. So let's say he's cleared to bet six figures. Is he making like 30 different $100,000 bets Mm. in a single month, all while in Michigan, all at BetMGM and specifically during a non-football month? 
it seems unlikely. And uh, and even if he was, that would add up to $3 million. Um, right. BetMGM is about $30 million ahead of Barstool. Um, so, you know, I think maybe in, in, a, in a big month, perhaps Floyd is, when he's in Vegas, making like $10 million bets a week. That could be possible. So he could well be producing like $40 million in handle all by himself in a month. But again, that's like in person in Vegas during football season or something, Um, you know, so I I highly doubt he's doing anything like that in August in Michigan. Uh, So, so my ultimate ruling is that uh, Portnoy's theory is, is largely BS and bet MGM just clearly has a lot more users than Barstool and at best (laughs) Floyd, Floyd might be why they were at 44 million in August instead of like 40 or 41 million. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I was just thinking about it before you said it. I mean, yeah, Floyd's from Michigan, but he lives in Las Vegas. Right. And he presumably already has plenty of clearance to just go and, you know, put a wad of cash at just about any sports book in town. So it seems odd that he would be doing that, I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he, you know, I, I could see that he spends some time back in his old hometown or thereabouts sure. visiting people and uh, getting some bets down. But uh, again, yeah, the thought that he, if, if, if Portnoy were talking about a, a sports book in Vegas that, Floyd preferred uh, beating the competition in terms of handle just because of Floyd. I could maybe see that, but mm. uh, but to think he's doing it with an online sports book in Michigan seems pretty darn unlikely. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, moving on and giving people who are listening to us the opportunity to lay so many wages that they too affect the handle of, <laughs> of casinos and sports books around the country. Uh, all the online betting action this week is on Saturday's heavyweight battle between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk, taking place at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, streamed here in the United States on DAZN. And when I say all the action, I mean all the action, like all kinds of action. Um, we'll look at some of the standard bets and our own uh, prop pick shortly, but just wanted to highlight the sheer variety of bets available for this one. If you want to take a totally wild shot, there are plenty of options here. For example, you can get plus 10,000 on either man winning inside 60 seconds. A hugely unlikely proposition, but a potentially lucrative one if you have some dollars that you are okay with just throwing away. Uh, You can get plus 700 on both fighters being knocked down and Anthony Joshua winning, or plus 1,600 on both fighters being knocked down and Usyk winning. Um, Or you can get plus 1,800 on Usyk getting a point deduction and plus 2,000 on Joshua having a point deduction. I assume the reason for that difference is the sense that the hometown favorites less likely to be deducted a point than the visitor. Um, There's plenty more like that. What are some of the more interesting wages that you've noticed? And uh, after that, what's your pick for the best bet to make? Um, so, yeah, well, you pointed out some really weird and, and interesting ones. And one that I want to just uh, zoom in on here, that gone in 60 seconds prop, <laughs> uh, the that sports book has 100 to 1 for Usyk to win in 60 seconds or less, 100 to 1 for Joshua to win in 60 seconds or less, and 100 to 1 for either to win in right. 60 seconds or less. So am I missing something or, or do, you, right. do, you, do you always bet the either and it's a sucker right. bet to bet one individual or the other? I, looks like somebody on the bookmaking side dropped the ball there um, with those prices. Um, but some other unusual ones that stand out, um, 
plus 260 on Joshua to suffer a knockdown is interesting. We've seen him go down in other fights. Mm-hmm. We saw him get knocked down and come back to win against Vladimir Klitschko. That's plus 600 here for him to be <laughs> knocked down and win. Um, on the other hand, if you expect a more cautious boxing match, this struck me as really interesting. No knockdowns by either fighter can be found at plus 200. Um, I love that they have the option to bet on either guy by any specific type of decision. You know, you can focus in on unanimous split or the longest shot of the three majority. Uh, And then um, while Usyk by KO is not the outcome I'm expecting, I could see Joshua tiring and it happening. So I like some of the round bans on later round KOs for Usyk. Um, If you go seventh to ninth, that's 25 to one. 10th to 12th is 28 to 1, and the entire band of 7 to 12 is 14 to 1. So those all kind of jumped out at me as interesting, mostly long shot type of propositions. Um, But ultimately, as I inch toward revealing my best bet, um, (laughs) I should say that I really like the possibility in this fight of, despite Joshua's size advantage and undeniable punching power, this being something of a chess match where Joshua tries to keep it at distance behind his jab and Usyk is using his legs and trying to find angles while not putting himself at great risk in range. So on that front, one book has a payout of plus 110 if it goes over 10 and a half rounds. That's kind of interesting. And the best price on the fight to actually go the distance is plus 135. And uh, it's a reminder here to uh, always shop around because there's mm. another sports book that only has that same bet at minus 106. That's a huge difference. Um, so my best bet follows along with that script. More of a chess match than some people are expecting. Usyk clever enough not to get knocked out. And if it's close, the super duper star guy from England gets it. AJ by decision can be found as high as plus 330. Um, I don't think AJ by decision is necessarily any less likely than AJ by KO, uh, but there's a huge difference in the price. So I, I think there's a little value there. I, I figure like actual value might be like plus 280 or, or plus 300. So it's not a huge amount of value, but I, I like that. Joshua by decision at plus 330. And I might have actually placed that very bet on Monday when I had a $25 free bet to spend at one of the sites. So uh, $25 plus 330. I stand to collect enough pizzas for a full-on pizza party if that comes in. Nice, nice. Of course, we didn't make picks for this fight because it isn't a Showtime fight. Right. Had we done so... I think I would have picked Joshua by decision. Um, oh, really? You think it's actually more likely than Joshua by, uh, by I, KO? I think I do. Hmm. Um, because even though, like you said, there is the size uh, difference there, and it was really quite notable, I think, at the uh, uh, the face-off uh, on Thursday at the press conference. You know, Usyk's a smart, smart boxer, and I think he's going to be hard to tag clean. And I don't. I think Joshua's probably going to be wary um of, of of being extended late i don't think he's he's gonna be you know necessarily going hell for leather in this fight i think right. it might be a bit of a technical fight i, I suspect usyk has got a pretty darn good chin too so i uh, i think this is pretty good bet i th- plus 330 for that i th- i think that's pretty solid and had you not picked it i think i might have picked that myself <laughs> as being a pretty good bet to go for so uh yeah no i think you're right to pick that one um I was looking at a couple of others, and you you hinted at, at one of these earlier on the the fact that you can pick different types of decision wins. I think 
especially given that he's gone for Joshua there by decision or technical decision. Mm-hmm. I quite like plus 2200 on a majority decision for either man. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's, it's you know, you, not necessarily for Joshua to win or for Usyk to win, but for there to be a majority decision. Um, be, and that kind of follows on from, from what I was saying earlier, that because I think it could be a technical fight and it could be an interesting fight, it could be close could be difficult to score, but I also suspect it's in London. There's going to be 60,000 fans there, and the 58,500 of them are going to be for AJ. I think it might be difficult for Usyk to win a card, but he might do enough to get a draw on one of the cards. So for that reason, I think majority decision isn't a bad bet there. Yeah, I, I, I like that. That's an interesting one. And yeah, the price is right there, 22 to 1. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think when we were podcasting the week of Canelo Triple G2 and looking over all the all the betting options that one of us singled out Canelo by majority decision as as a really intriguing bet there. I'm pretty sure I didn't bet on it. I feel like I would remember if I had made that bet and, and won. But, but one of us at least called it on the podcast, I think. And, you know, that's... It was a case where close fights, just what you were just talking about, close fights, the house fighter gets it, but one judge makes it a draw with that, so they're not quite giving it to the uh, to the enemy. Right. Um, it isn't crazy. 22 to 1 here seems uh, worth taking a stab at. I, I like that. And uh, I will say, since I stole what might have been your best bet, <laughs> if it does hit for me, you'll be invited to my pizza party. Nice. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So it's not going to be one of your, those fake cheese pizzas so that you can eat, is it? Well, there be... at least at least one of them will be made with okay, some kind of weird, creepy vegan cheese that doesn't quite melt correctly. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for listening to the special Money Punch edition of Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. Go out, make your bets, earn lots of money. Thank us later. <laughs> um, we'll be back on Monday with our regular programming, including a look back at this very fight as well as Friday Showbox card. And of course, we will be drilling into the Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant latest. Uh, Until then, thanks very much for listening. Be safe, be kind, and be well.